The Blackfish Land First has threatened to continue with protest action should the media continue with what the organization terms racist reporting. BLF has also criticized the South African National Editors Forum for grandstanding and issued a warning that no one will take away their right to protest. Now, this follows a court victory by SANEF stopping BLF from harassing journalists. For more on this, we join on the line by President of BLF, Andile Mnitama. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Sakin and the listener. So let's start here. You say that SANEF are grandstanding, uh, whereas on Friday, uh, shortly after the judgment was handed down, uh, there were actually reports, uh, Musiwa Lekota and members of SANEF reporting that you, you, some of your members were intimidating them as they were trying to address the media. What is your response to that? Yeah, I, I was not uh, on the scene. We we're still consulting with the judge at the time. But our members' uh, version is that, in fact, they were provoked. And I, I can I attest to that because we ourselves were provoked uh, quite viciously by journalists when we arrived in court. But that's neither here nor there. The important issue is that a court interdict has been issued and we as BLF have complied with it. We were then shocked uh, to read in the press yesterday that uh, SANEF says that they, they are taking us, they're giving us until 10 a.m. to comply. They don't agree with our statement. But we read this all in the newspapers. They did not send a message to our lawyers. They did not talk to us directly. And we are. Uh, have, rather, we have uh, uh, open communication channels between ourselves and their lawyers. So they chose to go to white-owned media to grandstand about giving us deadlines and consequences will follow. That is not helpful. That is not useful. SANEF is not interested in the resolution of the matter. What SANEF wants is that BLF must apologize for fighting racism. And we can assure you, Sakina, and anyone else that that shall never happen. We are going to confront racism. We are going to protest against racism. And of course, we have given an undertaking that will do this in a manner that is consistent with everyone else's right. There, if they think racists have rights to be racist, they must then also accept this, that we have every right to protest against racism, and we are going to do so. So fighting racism, how do you purport to do this? Uh, by uh, intimidating journalists? Because they will write what they write. How are you fighting racism? by intimidating and harassing them? <laughs> there is no uh, freedom of expression of anyone, or there is no notion of media freedom that says you can promote racism. Uh, and uh, we as Black First Land First take very seriously what racism is because it takes us back to slavery, to colonialism, to apartheid, to the realities today where we, the black majority in our own country, we are at the bottom. We don't own this country. We are as if we are visitors. That is the consequences of racism. And uh, it's, uh, it's for us a principal crime that must be combated. So if you take an example, a crude example of Peter Bruce calling black people idiots, demoted, can't think, infantilizing uh, adult black people, in the same way that the, those who enslaved us did and establishing a canon of Western superiority. Uh, and then write that as if it's normal. And then encouraging journalists to call even the president of the country a zombie. And that goes with all that 
denigration of all black people. That's not journalism. No, but, that uh, but, but that, that suggests that journalists do not have agency. You can't say that someone else would be encouraging me to say something that I don't want to say or that I don't believe in. No, no but you can normalize a discourse of denigration and racism, which is actually a weapon in this country. That is over and above the biased, one-sided uh, reporting on, 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 on corruption, for instance. And, and I say these people are going to quickly jump to say, oh, you're saying they must not, uh, uh, you know, write about corruption. That is not true. We are shocked as BLF because we follow these things very closely around white monopoly capital and its corruption. That the corrupt uh, exposés, corruption exposés, are not being written about. They're not in the front pages. You know, three weeks ago, DSTV admitted to corruption uh, uh, that is over 100 million rand. It was not written as, as corruption. 4.3 billion rand corruptly being used and in treasury. This is not a front page matter. In fact, as we see, the public protector has come under extreme and unfair attacks because she has uh, ruled that APSA must pay back the money. Because there is a consistent, in our view, and a systematic protection and cover-up of white monopoly capital corruption. This is part of the racist projection of black people. Let's, let's, only corrupt people. let's assume for a minute that you are correct. How then is your approach helpful to exposing the corrupt uh, stories that you want to see that are not being written about? You have a, a, an article about what is happening at SAA Technical. There's an expose written there by uh, Steve Motale. How, why don't you rather pursue that sort of avenue as opposed to, you know, making a noise and calling out everybody for not writing what you want them to write? No, I don't, it's not what I want us to write. I'm saying journalism must be balanced. Journalism cannot be racist. That is the ethical uh, point of engagement. And if people are going to be racist, we, they leave us no option but to exercise our fundamental right to protest. And we are going to do so. There is no reason why a journalist must be as biased as they are. You know, in South Africa today, to tell the truth, there is no journalism. What we have is journalists writing uh, to promote the interest that they represent. Just like SANEF. SANEF is a funded organization by white monopoly capital. Uh, that is why SANEF is incapable of protecting black journalists. Black journalists get beaten, black harassed. But people are saying saying that you are not helping the situation because you are doing the same. When you talk about white media, who are you talking about exactly? Oh, uh, the the big ones. Uh, What is called TISO now, uh, Times Media, uh, Prime Media. The worst one, NASPES. You know the chairperson of uh, SANEF is employed by NASPES. Media 24. You know what is NASPERS? NASPERS is the colonialist, a racist, apartheid, protectors, denialist, people who make money from oppressing our people. Today, NASPERS, again, is being normalized and is being protected by our own people. It's said, we have, let us clarify another thing. We have said as BLF, by the way, we are not going to protest even against the journalists, black journalists that we believe support uh, racist uh, media practices because we believe blacks can be racist. And most of these black, black journalists are just employed and therefore they have to do what their masters are saying they should do.
Well, we seem to have lost Andile. I wanted to ask because uh, what then about um, TNA? What about uh, the independent group and, 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 and their contribution then? If you are saying that this is the behavior of, you know, white um, media. But of course, so many questions. And uh, unfortunately, we have just lost Andile there. 